when you're going through darkness, mm-hmm. you are quite literally honing the skills to get yourself out of the darkness that you will use later on to create light. I remember I was very, very, very broke to the point where my now wife, but girlfriend at the time, she was covering rent for me. And I couldn't afford to get Christmas presents for her two years in a row. That's the year that I learned the most about sales. I learned the most about money. I learned the most about business. I still use those understandings every single day now to be better at talking about money, to have the confidence to talk about how much this package. Ambition is the path to success. Persistence is the vehicle to arrive in. Welcome to another inspiring episode of Podcast with Sheila, the podcast that is spreading positivity around the world by sharing inspiring live experiences. Today's guest, Kelvin Palmieri, is the CEO, founder, and co-host of Next Level University, a global top 100 self-improvement podcast with more than 1,000 episodes and 600K plus lessons in over 125 countries. In today's episode, we will be sharing Kelvin's failures and successes, as well as how he overcame depression and suicidal ideations. He says, and I quote, some people find rock bottom. I found out that rock bottom had a basement. Hello, Kelvin, and welcome to Podcast with Sheila. Sheila, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to chat with you. Great, great, great. I like your energy. So I believe I appreciate today, it. Thank you. Great. I believe today's um, episode is going to be a very inspiring one. So who is uh, Kevin? Where does he come from? A brief background of who you are, just so that our audience get to know who our guest is for today. Yes. Yeah, so Kevin is somebody who loves podcasting and loves helping people. My goal is to, to help as many people as I can. I had very humble beginnings. I was raised by my mother and my grandmother. I didn't meet my dad until I was 27. And then I went on my journey of life. I found quote unquote success in my mid twenties. I realized that wasn't success. I created a podcast and then I went all in on podcasting and that has led me to where I am today. There have been, uh, there have been many pains and failures along the way, which I'm sure we'll discuss, but Yeah. yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Great. Great, brilliant. So I read that in your mid-twenties, you had it all going for you. You had a beautiful girlfriend, you had high-paying jobs, a sports car, a dream body, yet you found yourself sitting on the edge of your bed debating suicide. Why that? Yes. Yeah, Yeah, it's, it's a great question. I think when people hear that, they think to themselves, well, that's exactly what I want. I'd love to have extra money and a sports car and and all that stuff but the the truth is i wasn't i wasn't fulfilled i had a lot of things that could have brought me quote unquote momentary happiness Mm -hmm. but i wasn't fulfilled i wasn't on a mission i didn't feel like i was having an impact on the world i wasn't growing a lot and what happened sheila is i ended up making a hundred thousand dollars at 26 years of age And when I opened my pay stub, I thought I was going to be more confident. I thought I was going to feel better about myself. I thought I was going to fix my insecurities. And it didn't do any of that. It didn't fix anything internally. I thought all of the external results were going to fix the internal voids that I had. But that didn't happen. That actually made it a little bit worse. So I ended up starting a podcast called the Hyperconscious Podcast. That That was my baby. And... After I made all that money, I fell out of love with my job and I fell in love with podcasting. Mm -hmm. 
And I started calling out of my workplace. I would leave the jobs early. I'd show up late. And it just kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And I was in a hotel room in New Jersey in the United Mm -hmm. States because we worked on the road. So I lived in New Hampshire. We were in New Jersey, which is like six hours away. My alarm went off at like 5.15 in the morning. I sat up. I slid to the edge of the bed. And I was lacing up my work boots. And I had done this a thousand times. But that morning, it was different. It was like there was 10 televisions on in my head at the same time, and every single one was on a different station. And one was saying, you're stuck here forever. I know you want to leave this job, but you can't. If you do leave, what will your friends think? If you do leave, what will your family think? And if you do leave, do you think you're really going to go do this podcast thing and that's going to become your job? That doesn't really really work that way. And in that moment, I felt like if I was to take my life, I would take my problems with me. Now... I'm very blessed, Sheila, because I have very supportive people in my life, and I'm just very, very grateful for that. So I reached out to my mentor, who is now my business partner, and I explained to him what was going on, and I said, I'm, I'm really struggling. I'm having these feelings. I don't know what to do. And he said, Kev, so much has changed over the last few years with your awareness, your self-awareness, but your environments, they haven't changed much. I think you need to change your environment. Mm-hmm. So I ended up leaving that job three or four months later, and Beginning the journey of a very broke entrepreneur, Sheila. The the journey of becoming an entrepreneur. My God. My God. You know that when you said beginning the journey of becoming a very broke entrepreneur, I think it takes a lot of guts for somebody to break away and say, I want to start something on my own. Because Mm -hmm. usually anything you're starting for the first time is a bit there's a little bit of a hassle there. So I'm, I'm excited for us to talk about the progress of your podcast to where it is today is I'm, I am so inspired by it, you know, you. because Thank I know it takes a lot, even with the little I have done, it takes a lot to get here. So for you to do a thousand episodes, over a thousand episodes, and then have 600,000 listenings, that is so, so inspiring. So we'll talk about that. But uh, what led you to decide on your holistic self-improvement? Like, you know, because you were saying in your mind, you were thinking, if you leave your job, what would the family say? What would the friends say? What was the actual thing that made you say, okay, here, here it is. I've stopped. I'm not going there anymore. I'm starting my work now. What was it? Yeah. I just realized that, I don't know, I was just so unhappy. And I, for me, it's like my job, I was working eight hours a day, but I was traveling for 10, 20 hours a week however long the commute was. And I had that moment of, okay, I literally spent that, the 10 months, so the year I made the most money, I spent 10 months on the road. Every single week, I lived in hotels. And that was the breaking point for me because I realized, well, I don't want to do that again because I don't want to make the money that way. I don't, I don't want to do that. That's not in alignment anymore. So I think for me, it was a very real painful understanding mm. that if I do this for another year, I don't know if I'm going to survive. I'm going to be depressed. I'm going to be anxious. I I will not enjoy my existence as a human being. So for me, I don't think there was any other option, Sheila. When, when I was sitting on the edge of the bed, it was, look, if I don't make a change, something bad is going to happen. Mm. And I just had so much pain associated with my job at that point. So for me, it wasn't, it wasn't an option. There, staying there, doing what I was doing, wasn't an option. And then... I'm very blessed that I had somebody like Alan, Alan's my business partner, in my corner 
and we partnered up. When I left my job, we partnered up and said, okay, we're going to do this podcast coaching thing together. And we were kind of off to the races. And once I became my quote unquote own boss, there was no going back for me. I, I could not go back because I loved it so much. Well, wow. how long has the journey been since you left your previous job to the podcast now? How long has it been? I think it was, it's been like five years. Wow. I think it'll be five years in, in December. Yeah. Now let's talk about your podcast. Mm. Why did you decide to do a podcast on the topics you do? Because people do podcasts on different things, but you do podcasts to motivate people. Why that? It's, I think that's who I've always been in a way. I remember long before Facebook had Facebook Lives mm -hmm. in like 2015, 2016, I was doing videos on my Facebook about self-improvement. I just didn't know what I was talking about. I wanted to help people. I just didn't know how yet. So I believe that the reason we chose the topic that we chose is because we have a deep belief that if I learned what I know now when I was younger, I most likely never would have made a lot of the not-so-intelligent decisions that I made. My awareness would be high enough to make aligned decisions. I would be more in control of my future than I used to be. And I really believe that when it comes to self-improvement, hey, there's a lot of places to learn, mm -hmm. but not everybody is talking about life and love and health and wealth. And Alan and I both were very financially successful, but our mental health struggled, our relationship struggled, at times our fitness struggled, our overall health struggled. So we want to help people level up everything because that's very if you want to have a quote-unquote successful life, usually for most people, that means they want to thrive when it comes to their health, when it comes to their wealth, and when it comes to their relationship. So we said, well, we'll take the lead on that. We'll try to lead as much by example as possible, and that's what the brand is going to be for us. And in a weird way, Sheila, and I'm sure you can attest to this in some way as well, we get so much of the benefit. Because since we're the leaders of this, it forces me to show up and get better every single day. That's yeah. one of the extra benefits of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember a number of times I've just looked at myself and said, oh, the, you know, sometimes well, as you carry on with things, it gets difficult. It gets difficult before it gets easier. So, so many times I've said to myself, I think I'm going to let the podcast go for a while. I think I'm going to let the podcast go for a while. Then I sit down and think, I keep telling people that persistence is key. Consistency, yeah. persistency is key. And if... I decide to leave it. What message would I be sending to my listeners? Because you keep encouraging us and then you stopped. Because at a point, when I started earlier, I think there was a little break. That was in 2020. There was a little break. Then I, a few people who had my contacts would send me messages. Why are you not podcasting anymore? Why are you not podcasting anymore? And I kept telling them, I'll be coming back. I'll be coming back. So when I came back, I said to myself, I'm not going to put it down until you know i've been able to do what i want to do with podcast with sheila so i can resonate with you on 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 what you just said but let's talk about somebody who is in deep um, depression and having suicidal thoughts what can the person do because somebody could be listening to us and is having that problem and is thinking of how to come out of it what would be the first yeah. key the first step out of depression I would reach out to either a professional or somebody that is in your life that you trust a lot that you can be vulnerable with. Mm. I really think it's when you're 
when you're struggling, I think oftentimes we assume, number one, nobody cares. Number yeah. two, nobody understands what I'm going through. Or number three, nobody wants to help. And honestly, those three things just aren't true. So I would say, one, do some research on some professionals that you think you can trust and you think you can be vulnerable with and you think your personality will mesh with. The second thing is, is there somebody in your life that you feel safe being vulnerable with that you can share your feelings with? That's the best thing I did. I I was very courageous and I said, hey, I know I have to talk to somebody about this. Who do I feel safe doing that with? And Alan was that person. If I didn't have Alan, I don't, I would have probably found a professional, but I'm very blessed that I had that person in my corner. So I think it you have to express yourself to somebody who you feel safe expressing yourself to so they can either just listen or they can point you in the right direction. I think those are the probably the two best options, honestly. My God, I think a couple of times, about three, four times, people have reached out to me in my inbox, either on LinkedIn or Instagram. The recent one was on Instagram, so I'm going to refer to that. The person said, I've always thought of podcasting. How can I start? And I felt this is not an answer to a question in, in a short while, you know, because Instagram messages will only accept a few words. So I said, go to YouTube and then key in how to start a podcast. I'm sure you get all the information from there. But because you've been in for a very long time, if somebody wants to start a podcast, can you share a few ideas on how to start a few things, how to start, where to go, what to do, so that yep. if the person is listening could probably benefit from here? Of course, of course. This is always what I start with. Number one, why are you starting? Because exactly. if you're starting the podcast so you can get rich in the podcast industry, you're going to be in for probably a, a rude awakening because it's going to take you way longer than you think. So at least the understanding and the awareness of, okay, why am I starting this? And what is the ultimate result that I'm going to get from this? In terms of the technicality, Starting a podcast is easier than it's ever been. Mm, there are mm. apps where you can quite literally do it from your cell phone. There's a, an app called Anchor. I think it's anchor.fm anchor. or anchor.com. Spotify bought it. You can literally send somebody a link in this room through your phone. They can log in. You hit a button, and it'll record the entire conversation, and they'll help you post it too. It's the easiest it's ever been. But to your point, Sheila, I think... I think learning on YouTube is one of the best things in the world you can do. Yeah. That's where I learned everything to get started. Now, I'll add this. So that's just the simple technical stuff. You can also go on Amazon. You can order yourself a $70 USB microphone that plugs into your laptop that you can talk into. You can use your webcam and you can go on Zoom. Boom. You download that. You get yourself a podcast. And then you just have to figure out the, the hosting, editing side of things, which the editing things... I, we could do a full episode on that and that would take all day. But this is the understanding I want people to have. The ultimate goal of your podcast is to solve a unique problem mm. for a unique person in a unique way. At the end of the day, your podcast is a product and it is your job to solve the problems of your listeners. And that's how you add value. And the more you add value in the long run, the more successful you will ultimately be. So don't lose sight of the fact that the podcast is about adding value more than anything else. And if you're focused on that, people will recognize and they will stick with you over the long run. Well, I had, um, I think over a couple of weeks back, that everybody goes through a struggle at a point. You either go through it at, a, at an early stage in life 
or in your latter stage in life. Everybody will go through it because it's part of development as we grow. Mm. And I believe that you went through a few of um, life hurdles. Do you think that going through those difficult periods in your in your time helped you become the person you are today? Can you say that contributed to who you are today? Yeah, one hundred percent. When you're when you're going through darkness, mm -hmm. you are quite literally honing the skills to get yourself out of the darkness that you will use later on to create light. I remember. I was very, very, very broke to the point where my now wife, but girlfriend at the time, she was covering rent for me. And I couldn't afford to get Christmas presents for her two years in a row. That's the year that I learned the most about sales. I learned the most about money. I learned the most about business. I still use those understandings every single day now to be better at talking about money, to have the confidence to talk about how much this package costs or whatever it is to help people to help exchange value for money. That's what sales is at the end of the day. So yeah, it, it really made me understand that the fear of business and sales and money and talking about pricing, that was holding me back. That's something that I have the necessity to overcome because of the scarcity that I was facing. And now that is something that I use every single day. And now we have multiple pieces of our business that are six figures because of that. So 100%, 100%. Wow. I, I'm tempted to ask that people say that pod, there's no money in podcasting, but you made six figures out of podcasting. How did you do that? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, most of the people that are going to tell you that you can't make any money out of podcasting are people who have never podcasted before. So you've mm -hmm. got to be very, very careful mm -hmm. with what you listen to. And here, okay, this is a great analogy. Statistically speaking, for most human beings, there's no money in football either, mm. or basketball, or soccer, or hockey, or golf, because the top 1% of the 1% of the 1% are the ones who make the money. Mm. We did it with the understanding of you need to know your audience at such a deep level that every single episode you do is catered to your audience. Mm. I know this episode will be of value to our audience at such a high degree that they're going to come back next week. That's level one. The second thing that I think a lot of people are missing out on is how well are you nurturing your audience? Mm -hmm. So 99% of podcasters that I talk to, they say, well, I'm doing an episode every single week and I'm talking about my coaching, but nobody's signing up. And I say, well, that's kind of the way it works. Under your podcast, you have to have some places where you can nurture your audience through value. So if you have a Facebook group, make sure it's valuable. You're not just repurposing content. Us, for example, we have a 26-layer business model. Mm. We have 26 different pieces of our business. I think the first 13 layers are completely free. We have way more nurturing in our business than any other podcast mm. I can think about. And ultimately, that's one of the reasons when we've been able to monetize at the level we've been able to. The other piece is there's two of us. So Alan is working right now as I'm working. We've been able to take many members of our community and bring them onto our team. We have very similar core values, so I know that's aligned. But I really think the number one understanding, Sheila, is we understand our audience at such a deep level that we've been able to create coaching programs and products and services that are aligned with them. That's one way. Second way, 
we have, as of today, 1140 episodes or something like that. So when it comes to having credibility in the podcast mm. industry, we have very high credibility. So a lot of people ask me for help with podcasting, and that's part of our business as well. So, yeah, most of it is understanding our audience. The other part of it is figuring out what unique needs you can solve. How can you solve these unique problems with your own skill set? That's, that's the way we've been able to do it in a nutshell. And a word that you've used several times since we started talking, consistency. We've never missed an episode. Since Alan and I started together, we've done 1,100 episodes together with n never missing. We've never missed an episode together. So imagine what else we're not missing and we're building consistency on. That's another very important piece. I think consistency is key. Seriously, if you ask me, because I, I, I know it, I, I do it. So I know it that every time yeah. you keep at it, you get results. But when you do it and definitely you can, you can easily give up on podcasting when you start, unless you know, this is exactly what I want to do. And then you keep going, then you find the results else. You can easily give up on it. You know, as we've, we've said a lot of things, do you think that there is good in every bad situation we go through. Like we said earlier on, I'd asked you if you think what you went through um, has contributed to your life today. And he said, yes. And in so many times we'll say that there is good in every bad situation. Look carefully. Somebody will be saying, I'm looking, but I'm not finding. What can we yeah, say to somebody I, like that? I, I think the important understanding is if you have a growth mindset, mm. yes, you can take positives out of many 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 negative situations and scenarios if you have a very fixed mindset i would say it's probably more detrimental because you're not necessarily able to connect what is happening to me today might actually be something that's beneficial in the future so i would say it's it would be a blank too blankety of a statement is that a word blankety i'm going to use it <laughs> it would be too much of a blanket statement for me to say yes all adversity becomes your advantage I think the right mindset allows adversity to become an advantage later. But the initial step is figuring out, do I have a fixed mindset where I assume everything is the way it is? And if something bad happens, it's bad forever. Or do I have a growth mindset where I understand that I am changeable? Everything can be changed. I can take this failure as a lesson and an opportunity to avoid in the future. So if you have a growth mindset, I would say 99 times out of 100, you can find a way to, to make it positive. If you have a fixed mindset, you have to really look there first and then try to shift that into a growth mindset. What will it take for somebody to uh, get to the next level in life? I know we've talked about determination and consistency. What else can we talk about? I would say awareness. Mm. Awareness. Many of us don't realize what level we're actually at. Mm. And people are usually on one end. I mean, they mm. one end or the other. They think they're way further along than they actually are, and they're delusional. Or they think they're way behind when they're actually further along than they realize. I believe self-awareness, awareness is the first key in anything. Mm. You, must, you must become aware that I am at a certain place in life, and you must have the awareness of, I want to get to this place. And it starts with asking yourself, why? Why do I feel like I'm not making progress? Why do I feel like... I've made all the progress I want. I believe awareness is the first key to everything because every action you take is dependent on the awareness that you have. So yeah, I mean, determination, consistency, commitment, clarity, those are all there, but it all comes from a place of understanding what is my current level of awareness and how do I elevate that? 
Brilliant. If you had one wish for this year, a personal wish, what would that be and why? Oh, wow. We only have, what, 60-something days left? <laughs> I would say... I would say we get to 750,000 downloads by the end of this year. And I think that, for me, it would just feel good to cross that milestone. We crossed 1,000 episodes, and that was awesome. I enjoyed that very much. And now it's time for us to cross a, another milestone. So I would say that. Honestly, I would say a million. If we could cross a million downloads this year, that would be awesome. It just, a lot would have to happen in the next couple of months. So it probably won't happen, but that would feel really good. Yeah. Brilliant. What will your final message be to our listeners as we wrap up? Mm. One of my favorite quotes, Sheila, your reality becomes the parts of your imagination that you hold onto and pour into the longest. I remember I recorded episode number seven of this podcast mm. by myself many years ago, mm. and I talked about how I wanted to wake up when I want. I wanted to go to bed when I want. I wanted to podcast with amazing people like yourself. I wanted to be my own boss. Yeah. And here we are, 1,130 episodes later, whatever it is, and that is my reality. But that's the one thing that I have focused on every single day for the last however many years. And I've let a lot of other things fall, and I've let relationships get distanced, but I never stopped focusing on this. And there's a reason that that's become my reality. So for you, if you're out there, understand that in five years, you're going to end up somewhere. I want you to end up where you want to. I want you to get to a life of intention, not living by accident like I did. And uh, we say live hyperconsciously, not unconsciously, hyperconsciously. Brilliant. I like that. I'll just throw this in just before we finally wrap, wrap yeah. up. I think the previous episode I aired um, just yesterday or yesterday, the gentleman had said that many times we want to start something and then we, we just say it in words. And then we say we have to put a business plan together. We have to do this. We have to, do, and we never get to start it. Or even if we do, we started further down in life whilst we could start it now. So for him, the key he thinks is action. Just get on with it. Just get on with it. Stop saying, I have to buy this. I have to, just like you said, just with a phone, you can start recording if you want to do a podcast. So just get on with it and then stop delaying and wasting time because somebody else needs to hear your message to be inspired to get on with life. As you delay, you delay someone else. So that was a brilliant one over there. We'd like to say a massive thank you, Kevin, for coming on podcast with Sheila today. My pleasure, Sheila. Thank you so much for having me. Great. If you've been listening in, this is season two, episode 69 of our podcast series, where we bring seasoned guests with inspiring life stories to share with us. Do not miss out on all these lovely experiences. Subscribe and be notified when a new episode is released. Whilst at it, please drop us a rating. We have a video presentation of this episode on our YouTube channel. Just search for podcast with Sheila on YouTube and you'll find us. Our prayer for you this week is that you will identify within yourself what it will take to get you to the next level. See you at the top. Until we meet again, have a brilliant week.